0: Welcome to the Chat with Your Kids podcast. I'm Marcy.
1: And I'm Alex. And we're here to help you tackle the biggest topics through little chats with the kids in your life.
0: Welcome to this introductory episode of Chat with Your Kids podcast. Hopefully, today you will get to know us a little bit better, kind of our why for the podcast as well as what we call the chat with your kids model, kind of the foundational principles that um, really what we're doing at chat with your kids are based on. And then just kind of an idea of what you can expect from the show as you listen in to the different episodes.
1: So briefly here at the beginning, we wanted to share with you what we're about. Um, And this started a few years back with some ongoing conversations with Marcy and I and um, the, I guess the paradigmatic talk with children about sex ed was the topic of conversation. Like, you know, that big moment with your parents where you have the talk, if you had it. And we wondered how that could be improved on. And in talking, we, and through experience, we realized that breaking down big conversations like that and again this is just the sex talk is an example of many other kinds of conversations that could be had that could be broken down into smaller conversations and interactions that happen on a day-to-day basis in kind of more normal natural ways and out of that was born what we call the chat with your kids model like how is it that we can help parents and educators and Caregivers and whoever have these really important conversations in small simple ways with their with the kids in their lives So yeah,
0: yeah, and that's really what we hope to uh, I guess achieve with with every episode of the podcast is helping parents or teachers or anybody who has kids in their life that they care about Connect meaningfully with their children, and and have the confidence and resources to tackle some of these difficult conversations. Sex is a big one, right? But there, as we've talked a little bit more about this, and we're going to talk a little bit about our careers and our professional training and how this has you know fed into this ongoing pursuit and conversation that we've had together. Um, but with all of these topics. Um, you know, whether it's politics or religion, bullying, you know, so many of these things, um, we want to help parents feel confident um, as they tackle these. And, you know, as, you know, whether you're preparing and thinking about, well, what's that gonna look like as I, you know, help my kid navigate this part of life, or those are real in the moment when, you know, your kid comes up to you and something happened at school or they have a big question and that's something that we've encountered a lot both professionally and with our friends and family and personally as we are parents um you know when we have a friend call us and say hey i'm really struggling with this and you know i kind of know your background what can i do uh you know those those feelings those, you know, situations can really be overwhelming as a parent when you're caught off guard and you know, this is important. <laughs> and what do I do next? And so that's really what we hope to accomplish with the podcast is um, just kind of helping parents think about some of these things and prepare, you know, maybe before these situations arise, or if you're in the thick of it, letting you know you're not alone and you know really building a community where we can yeah tackle these these tough topics together and maybe make them not so tough
1: yeah and we'll say more about this too in a minute but i guess a little bit of background on marcy and i and who we are and why (laughs) you should listen to us and why we want to share with you so marcy and i we met back in college actually um We met at church, but our lives overlapped in a lot of different ways. So we were um, going to the same school. We were studying. We were both studying psychology. We actually even worked at the same place, but we just ended up meeting at church. And
0: we were going to meet one way or another. (laughs) Things (laughs) were lining up. Yeah, it was meant to be. (laughs) Um,
1: And pretty quickly, we got involved serving in community organizations or whatever, working with kids of different ages. But a couple years into our marriage, we had an opportunity, um, I think one of our favorite opportunities to date, to work with adolescents ages 16 to 18 doing, it was like a life preparation class that we designed, helping kids do different things like knowing how to change a tire, knowing how to respond when their friends are in emotional crisis, Um,
0: cooking class with 40 teenagers
1: (laughs) (laughs) we had a we actually had a cooking competition uh once with a bunch of kids and it was wild and crazy and it was a lot of fun fun. it was a lot of fun (laughs) they made good food too it was delicious
0: and this we you know talk about this experience because we learned through this experience as we designed this course and we taught it every week how much we Loved working together and we are really fortunate that um, our, you know, background and experiences are very related. (laughs) And so we had this experience. We said, like, we really love this. We love teaching together. We love, you know, building community together. Um, And then not so long (laughs) after we finished um, that group. We moved across the country and started graduate school for Alex after I had just finished a graduate program. We had a baby. Life got pretty busy. (laughs) And so um, we're still kind of in the thick of it, but we have just for years, we've had so many conversations about, you know, that early, those early thoughts of how do we you know talk to kids about sex how do we help other parents feel empowered and inspired to connect with their kids and we are just so excited like now is the time um, to make it happen and we're really excited to I don't know to try it through this this podcast and I think it's gonna be a lot of fun for us and hopefully something we're really excited about is being able to connect with people listening to the show and hearing your concerns and your questions and what topics are you nervous about or would you like more information on. Um, And uh, and a little bit of it, I think, as we have been putting together and preparing for the podcast and having these conversations is we have a lot of these same questions too. (laughs) And... A lot of
1: it's born from struggle, you know, trying to figure it out in practice.
0: And so a lot of it is... You know, if anything, just to help us be better parents, and we, I guess we, in you know, we kind of we've kind of talked about this being like almost like a little meta thing going on, where like Alex and I are going to be kind of in real time on the podcast, modeling and working through, okay, how what does this look like, and what are our experiences with this topic, and how do we talk about this with a kid, and um, I don't know. No surprise, but we don't even agree on, you know, a lot of these big topics. Sometimes our experiences are vastly different or even our values or opinions on, on some of these topics don't always line up. And so to even just kind of model what that process looks like as we go through it ourselves as, as parents. Um, yeah.
1: Chatting about chatting.
0: Chatting about chatting. <laughs>
1: Since that time, though, since kind of the beginning, um, going back a little bit to our story, we and since you know coming to Florida across the country, yeah. um, Marcy and I have had a lot of other professional experiences that have helped us, I guess, deepen our interest in this topic and in this kind of area, and also given us a lot more experience trying it out with different groups of people. So, I, for example, like I'm a in a counseling psychology doctorate program and I had the opportunity to work in a clinic doing culturally informed therapy for adolescents and families working with families who were in crisis and so I had a lot of experience in training there um, learning how to deal with teens that I guess a lot of people find I guess challenging to work with because they're going through a hard time and they're not sure what's going on, and so they need extra support. And of course that puts families in a tough situation too, so the families need support working with their adolescent. Um, and Marcy's Marcy's also had quite a <laughs> bit of experience here.
0: So I am a school psychologist and behavior analyst, and um, I have worked with kids from pre-K to 12th grade, In kind of a couple of different roles, Um, I've been really lucky. I've been able to work primarily in a school-based setting, but I've also been able to work um, virtually and in a clinic and then home-based services as well. And some of my favorite, um, I guess, parts of my job and the work that I have done, especially in the schools, are parent training and family therapy sessions, family counseling, helping parents connect with resources, providing, yeah, those parent trainings on some of these topics. and um, and then also some of the family interactions I have are are difficult because sometimes I have the opportunity to call parents um, when you know, with a child who is really struggling. And sometimes that can be really difficult initially for a parent to understand that their child is going through a hard time. Um, However, being able to work with that child and that parent to better build better communication and help the parent understand in the ways that they can help them that are, are most helpful for the child has been extremely fulfilling. And I... Feel really grateful to to have been able to see some of these parent child dynamics change and grow for the betterment of the parent and the child and their health and well being and um I think just being a part of those experiences and I think you probably could agree Alex um really like drives and motivates my passion for this podcast and what we're Mm -hmm. doing here, because I just see the value in, um, you know, kind of what we're going to talk about these like principles, the chat with your kids model and seeing them applied and just the way it changes outcomes for families is pretty incredible. And I mean, honestly, I could talk about it all day and we do, (laughs) we talk about it a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Every day. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think,
1: well, if it's, I don't know, maybe it's, I hope it's fair to say that both of us are coming at this with the perspective that parents, 99% of the time, most parents are doing the very best that they can with what they've been given. Mm -hmm. We're all trying. Parenting's not easy. There's Mm -hmm. no simple way to do it. Every kid's different. Every family's different. Every situation's different. And we're all trying to do the best that we can with what we have. And at the same time, all of us come across something in parenting that we feel stuck with there's something that challenges us or that we're not quite sure what to do or that we end up feeling overwhelmed by or discouraged by or something but we all we all face something kind of like that and what i guess we hope to do is provide some some tools some resources to help navigate some of those challenges um tools that we've seen work pretty reliably with people in different situations mm-hmm. yeah is that
0: yeah I agree. and I think something we really hope is is we want the feel to be like that you're here like sitting on our couch with us chatting, right We don't want it to feel like super like preachy or kind of like stuffy. Mm-hmm. Um, we really hope that it that it can be ugh, like, like
1: a chat with our friends. yeah,
0: <laughs> like a chat with our friends and and like we said, like we so many of these things, we're trying out and figuring out and sometimes you know even you kind of know on paper the right thing to do and then like in that moment Mm -hmm. with your kid you like freeze up or like (laughs) you're like yeah you get frustrated or whatever it is and you're like oh wow that like in my mind that could have gone better I kind of think of like how everyone before they have kids they're like not gonna ever do screen time or feed them sugar or whatever and then you have kids and you're like oh this is different, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. right? So I think, you know, sometimes we have this idea of how things will go and then applied. It's more challenging, but, but hopefully, like Alex is saying, we can provide some strategies and resources and just some things to think about um, to hopefully make things a little easier. Mm-hmm. With that, we kind of want to talk a little bit about the chat with your kids model. There's like three components that, Um, kind of make up the chat with your kids model and it's connect listen chat and this is kind of like the the recipe for having uh the greatest impact when tackling these tough conversations and you know kind of helping your kid right like raising a well-adjusted human (laughs) right um and so that first piece connect is so important uh, having a trusting relationship, your child just, you know, we can't just have these important conversations with our kids. We also have to be goofy with them and um, build, just build a, a relationship. It's really hard to have important conversations when there's no relationship, right? So yeah. Well, the
1: relationship's definitely the driver. Like, I'm sure we've all had the experience of if we're not, I don't know, like, even with our kids or with somebody else, if we're not in a good spot in the relationship, it's much harder to listen to the person. And with our kids, it's the same way. If if we're not actively connecting and building a relationship on the day to day, the moments where we need to correct or the moments where we need to intervene, or we need where we need to have a serious conversation, they're not going to have the same impact as when we're when things are going well in the relationship. And it also, is more fun right? yeah. <laughs> to have just to have a, a high quality relationship with a deep connection.
0: Mm-hmm. And something that I try to do and I'm not perfect at, but I try to just at the end of the day, just like think about what's one meaningful connection I had with each of my kids and, and Alex as well. Um, and I think something as I've been trying to do this more and more is re- realizing that like, yeah, sometimes I I look back on that deep connection and it was like a really meaningful important conversations and then some days it's like oh like there was that really funny noise and like me and my three-year-old like made eyes at each other like we both heard it and like giggled and that's still like a connection and and that's still like part of that relationship that we're building you know so I
1: think those are probably the most important moments they're just kind of spontaneous they happen They just bring you together. It's simple. It's memorable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it's It's just forced. Exactly. And I think like, um, yeah, I think we've, sometimes we feel a lot of pressure that like connecting with our kids has to be, I think, you know, we live in like a very consumerist society. So a lot of advertisements based on parents, like we're getting a lot of information of like, if you buy this, you're a good parent. If you take your kids on this fancy trip or whatever, you're a good parent. Um, and I think sometimes it's, you know, those things are fun. Like, who doesn't love buying something cool for their kid or whatever? But I think just taking a step back and realizing, like, kind of, you know, like Alex was saying, like, really, like, to really connect with your kid, it's not really a product, right? Like, you don't have to spend a lot of money. It, you know, it's just taking that time to, to build the relationship.
1: Yeah. Well, that brings us to the second part of our model. <laughs> Listen... And listen, listening is really important because I guess it's a similar kind of thing. Like there's that old saying that, well, I guess Stephen Covey says it in seven habits of highly effective view, but it still, I think applies. So it's, um, he says first seek to understand, then seek to be understood. And the thing is people don't, they won't really be able to listen until they're understood, especially if you can imagine kids, right? Our kids have big feelings, and sometimes that all they can really think about is just whatever's on their mind. So if we're trying to have the serious conversation, talking over them, or you know trying to set aside what it is they have to say, it's not going to get us anywhere. We need to first really take the time to listen and hear them out, um, and this can be hard to do in tense situations, um, but it's kind of it's also kind of related to connect because it doesn't have to be in these like big moments where we're setting aside these really intense feelings of our own to listen to our kids it could be um just listening to the way they play with each other or play with other kids or sitting down and having a conversation at dinner just like Mm -hmm. listening to whatever's on their mind
0: and like being genuinely curious i think like really I think sometimes we like have a conversation I do this to Alex all the time he's gonna be like yeah Marcy <laughs> like, take take your own advice I like have a conversation and while he's speaking I'm like planning in my head what I'm gonna say and I think that's pretty common with parents right like we are like I have a point to make and like sure I'm like mm-hmm, I'm listening but like really you're thinking about where you're going next and I think with kids like they, I mean they sense that right um, they know and like when we drop that and we're just listening we're genuinely curious like I need to know what's going on I need to know what's in that mind I'm so curious what you have to say it's a game changer it really is and um, I one well, and, and Alex and I both have um, a bit of experience in kind of you know teaching and learning Alex has taught um, several courses you know at the university level and I actually, um, my undergrad was in social science teaching. So we both have studied pedagogy quite a bit <laughs> and dabbled. <laughs> we've dabbled in it. And, um, and like just really good teachers and really good teaching practice involves a lot of question, asking questions and giving the learner the opportunity to respond and put in their words and form a response, you know, like when somebody's creating something, and they have to think about it, and then, you know, you ask a question, they create something, they think about it, they give an answer, and it's theirs, like, that learning is theirs to claim, right, you weren't just reciting a fact to them, like, they came up with that answer, and there's, there's something valuable in that, and so with these important conversations with our kids, if, if we really want learning to take place, then, asking good questions and and then listening to what they have to say is going to be so important and I also think as a parent like it's such a cool opportunity to just get to know a little bit about your child like I always have this weird our our kids are still pretty young and so I always have this weird experience when like we're somewhere that like our kids are somewhere that we're not and then they like come back and you know you're trying to piece together like what this experience was like for them because most of their lives we've observed firsthand (laughs) and I think all the time like I never want to lose that you know like of course as they get older and older they're going to have a lot more time away from us and I want to keep that like curiosity alive not in like a nosy way but in like it just I genuine like I really care I want to to know what you experienced today because our experiences shape who we are.
1: Yeah, if we start listening as early as possible, it will increase the chances that they'll want to keep talking to us in the future Mm -hmm. because they'll know that we really care about what they have to say.
0: Yeah. Um, So the the third and final element, I guess, of the, the chat with your kids model is chat. And really what we mean by chat is... Frequent, informal conversations about the important and not so important. Um, really just kind of the idea that like that the talk that Alex has talked about earlier, like it's pretty outdated. The talk is done like that one and done conversation where you like give them all this information, information dump on whatever topic and then you're like, whew, never have to talk about that again that's
1: like sounds nice to just be done with yeah, it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it leaves kids with all sorts of questions and then with parents it's kind of intimidating too because like you only have one shot you got to get it right and then we just seal it back up again you mm-hmm. know and it's that's a lot of pressure for parents and for kids
0: yeah and so while like the gender previous generations who maybe this was like the model and they were doing better than generations before who like <laughs>
1: just didn't, didn't talk, talk about, about it right
0: so we're improving right like technology improves and so does this technology you're talking to your kids or whatever right um so it really just means like yeah like you don't have to tackle the whole thing at once right we're gonna be just sliding in small um conversations based on where our kids are at developmentally and it can be just one small principle at a time, you know? Maybe you're at the store and your kid wants to slide your credit card and maybe that can be a, a quick conversation about a financial principle that is just right at their level. And it's just a building block. It's, you know, one experience. But it's also letting them know, "Hey, we can talk about this." And I think that's what I really like about the chat is it's really just like creating an open dialogue and opening up those chats that that dialogue about a number of topics
1: well and I love that example of like sliding the credit card I was just imagining like little kids gonna see that and it's just magic you know like oh this is how we get food you just slide that plastic thing but that's a great opportunity to say something like yeah, mom and dad work really hard so that we can use this little thing <laughs> to get this food. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to understand everything about it, but it's just a first, it's like a small bite in the large pie of life. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's really just, and I, and I think it's something that takes practice, whether you are somebody who has children who are older um, or maybe you're pregnant and you're like just getting ready to welcome that first child into your life. Or maybe you're an aunt or an uncle or a teacher. Um, it's gonna it takes a little while to like adjust to this, um, you know, the the chat model, right of just you know, even taking advantage when you see small things. I think a lot of times, um, and I think we've found a, a lot of the really good conversations come from media if you're watching a show or reading a book. It's really easy to just kind of like pause and whether you know it's yeah, like, oh, this character seems really angry. What do you think you should do to feel better? Or, you know, whatever it is, really taking advantage of those real-world examples that, that happen. And then also uh, a really important one that goes with that listen is whenever your child has a question, making sure if they come to you with a question, you're ready to chat. And and again, you don't have to preach them for an hour, <laughs> But if they have a question, giving that question, you know, genuine curiosity and oh, I'm really interested. What made you ask that question? And and then having that small chat and and knowing the conversation's open, you can come back to it. If you don't have the answer, that's fine. Like yeah. We're always open.
1: Yeah. So connect, listen, chat. You it may you may feel it's too simple. How could it work? Or that sounds nice in theory, but what is it like in practice? Or I have kids of all different ages. How do I adjust this to each of them to meet their needs? Well, we hope that we can give you some tools and some resources to, to tackle some of those things, to answer some of those questions. Um, like Marcy, you were saying earlier how it's really important for us to talk to kids to their developmental level, right? And that I think, you know, we have specialized training and understanding what that developmental level means that piece means Um, but that's one of the things that we hope to share is is what does it mean to talk about finances to a three-year-old versus a 12-year-old what are different ways to engage them in these you know conversations about these important topics Um, and so you know we'll we'll talk about we'll do our best at least to try (laughs) to present this information in ways that could help you talk to a one-year-old which sounds kind of silly but really like kids are perceptive and they understand yeah,
0: what a better age to start <laughs> yeah um,
1: or a five-year-old or a 16-year-old or, or whatever um but you were also alluding to something earlier Marcy with you were talking about you were alluding to how important it is for us to I guess recognize where we are as parents or caregivers or whatever and something that I've noticed as a parent and in other settings is that my own feelings often come into play very quickly. And so, <laughs> right, I can, the other day I, I didn't cry about spilled milk, but I got frustrated about spilled milk.
0: <laughs> like quite literally spilled milk. L- yeah, literally <laughs> spilled, spilled milk, milk. <laughs> in our kitchen.
1: We were trying to do something together and just in a normal in a normal way, my kid turned and knocked over a cup of milk. And I got super frustrated. And I lost this other moment that we were having, which is kind of sweet and tender with my kids. Um, And that just happens. But it's really important to me to learn to recognize when I get frustrated and why so that I can at least try to work on it in the future. Because if I remain unaware, nothing's changing. So along with, I guess, resources about how to how to connect, listen, and chat with the kids in your life. We also want to provide some resources for self-reflection, things like questions that will help um, us all reflect on our own personal values or our relationship to different topics, um, the experiences that we've had that have got us there, um, how you know what our values and goals are in, in teaching the kids in our lives, and things like that.
0: Yeah, so kind of what you can expect, like I guess a a roadmap for an episode of Chat with Your Kids. Obviously, this is like an introduction episode, but we want to begin every episode. Well, each episode will be a different topic, Um, some that we've mentioned today and others that we are excited to talk about, Um, you know, (laughs) for for better or for worse, there is no lack of... (laughs) topics that parents are going to have to tackle with their kids (laughs) and so with with every episode we'll begin with some of those self-reflection questions that Alex is talking about things to just help us really kind of yeah get this topic on our radar and and process our own experiences or emotions whether that's individually um through like journaling or you know personal self-reflection or you know we hope to see these also these self-reflection questions be used as conversation starters between the adults in a a child's life so um, in a family where parents are you know together or married maybe they can you know each listen to the episode think about these questions talk about them together or if you're a single parent maybe finding another parent who's listening to the show or having another Uh, adult who is you know a significant person in the life of your child maybe a grandparent or best friend a godmother um and you know listening to the show and and then chatting through these self-reflection questions um we hope that that can you know prove to be a valuable experience in gaining that confidence with these topics um and then you know we want to provide some sort of information you know we we recognize that a lot of these like important big topics that we're gonna you know tackle with our kids they're tough conversations and sometimes they don't happen because they're they're scary and overwhelming and often polarizing and so something that we really hope with this show is we hope that listeners will come from a variety of backgrounds and experiences and values. There's really only one shared value that is, I guess, so to speak, a requirement for this podcast. And that's, you know, the shared value of wanting to connect meaningfully with your children and having important conversations. But, you know, outside of that, we know that listeners values will different from topic to topic and so we can't always say exactly word for word what you're going to say to your kid but we want to provide some good information um and you know if you are somebody who is an expert <laughs> in one of you know an area that you feel like would be helpful for parents to consider um we would love you know we would love to have guests on this show to you mm-hmm. know give a little bit of information
1: yeah because we're not the experts on <laughs> definitely not on everything we're just the experts on uh you know mental health and chatting with kids yeah and working with families
0: parents have to do it all (laughs) right (laughs) like parents you know you're a chef and a chauffeur and an educator and a civic engagement specialist right so you know we'd love to have guests on the show so um definitely reach out to us our instagram is you know at chat with your kids you can dm us um and yeah you know let us know we'd love to have have an expert on you know the the ver- various topics that we're going to be tackling and we have a few lined up that we're really excited about
1: mm-hmm. we also welcome any questions we've had people on instagram other people um approach us with questions about specific situations or specific topics or um, frustrations or successes or different things so we're really obviously we like to chat so (laughs) feel free to chat with us
0: yeah we would be so excited i promise any any time like a listener of the show reaches out to us i promise we will be thrilled (laughs) and and just so happy to To respond in in whatever way. Um, So yeah, so following self-reflection and some information, then we also, with every topic, we want to provide conversation starters. Um, You know, just ways to help you once you're feeling like maybe excited, motivated, confident. We want to, you know, sometimes just getting the ball rolling is like the hardest part. So we just want to provide some different ideas to to start the conversation. (laughs)
1: um we haven't ended one of these before
0: so yeah and also we kind of we decided instead of like scripting it out we we're just gonna try pretty conversational and I think I liked it a lot better I think it went well yeah I it too. yeah it was a little bit more fun not a huge fan of scripts yeah so (laughs) (laughs) we
1: hope you'll choose to keep listening and at least give us a shot and and participate hopefully you'll join the chat with your kids community and um, keep, keep listening.
0: Yeah. So until next time, enjoy those chats with your kid and hopefully we'll hear you back soon. Hear you back soon. Thank you so much for joining us for this first episode. We hope to have you join us in the future and we would love to hear from you as we said earlier in the show. You can reach us on Instagram at chatwithyourkids or email us chatwithyourkids at gmail.com. We would love to hear any feedback, any episode, topic ideas, any successes, or just hear from you in general. We are releasing this introduction episode together with our first topic episode. So if you liked what you heard today and you're feeling a little intrigued, we encourage you to give that a listen.